You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit post-game show coming to you for week 13 as the Lions dominate the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Uh, 42 to 14, the, 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 probably the most impressive full game, complete game the Lions have played all year against an opponent. Uh, obviously, their largest uh, margin of victory, I believe. I, yes, that is correct. Their largest margin of victory on any win this year with 26 points over the Jaguars. Coming off a Jaguars team who had just beaten the the Baltimore Ravens and the Jaguars who have only really they the the most the Jaguars have lost by against an opponent this year up until this point was 10 points the Chiefs every other loss was within one score so the Lions really put it to a team that had played a lot of other teams close I think this is a really bad matchup for the Jacksonville Jaguars but we'll get into that because there's I, I the Lions put together the most complete game this year and that's very impressive to see. It's something we hope they can take into next year. Now, obviously, taking something from one year into the next is always really tough. We saw the trouble with that going from 2021 to 2022. But let's talk about what went right for them, because a lot went right for them on offense. The 10 days rest coming off the Buffalo Bills, I feel, really helped the Detroit Lions really get back in gear. Jared Goff uh, looked fresh, especially in front of an offensive line who looked very revitalized. Jared Goff had all time, all day to throw in the pocket, which helps Jared Goff. Jared Goff doesn't do well under pressure. So the improved play of the offensive line and the complete lack of a Jaguars pass rush meant that Goff was able to sit back there and target guys like DJ Shark, who finally had a big game for him, just shy of 100 yards on five completions. And, hey, look, another 100-yard-plus day for Amon Ra St. Brown on 11 receptions. 11 receptions targeted 12 times. St. Brown continues to just be a catching machine out there over the middle. Uh, he took a, one hell of a shot over the middle, but he got right back up. So, once again, this offense clicking when it has the protection it needs to click. Even DeAndre Swift who's been really struggling to get back into this right now, had a touchdown on the day. He was stumbling around to get that one. Looked like he was just short the play before. Comes back and sends the house, but he picks up 62 yards today on the ground as he averages 4.4 yards per carry and gets back and looking like a little bit of the earlier season DeAndre Swift we were all hoping for. But that all comes back to the offensive line. The offensive line is playing better again. It was rough for a little bit. And it's good to see when, they, when they're playing well, what happens with the Detroit Lions. Because as always, that's the strength of this team. It's supposed to be in the trenches. And that's what made the offense really sing here. The Lions never punted today. And the Lions 
This was their sixth game with 30 points or more. They are one of the highest scoring offenses in the league right now with a losing record. It's all very impressive on a season that really got scuffed in the middle of it. And we all know why it got stuffed. It was more about the, def- the defense than it was about the offense at the end of the day. But it also paints everything you need to know about this rebuild right there. That the Detroit Lions, their offense, has everything it really needs and the, the system and everything it needs to really succeed going into next year. It just needs a few. I, I don't know how many more pieces it needs. I don't know if it needs a quarterback for the long-term future. I believe so it does. But you can argue about how much draft capital they spend on that versus what they need to spend on the defense. Because that will continue to be the Achilles heel. It wasn't today because the Jaguars struggled to keep the ball going. And even on their long, to, uh, even on their touchdown run, though, give it to the give it to the defense because they made sure that that was a very long meandering drive for the Jacksonville Jaguars that burned off so much clock that at that point in the game, you know, they get the eight, they get the touchdown, the two point conversion coming out of the third quarter after the Lions possession. But it was out of it was out of hands for them at that point. It was completely out of hands. It was thirty to six. They get they get a, a touchdown to make it a two score game. But you're like you you know that they're not going to be able to stop the Lions from marching down the field again. And that's exactly what happened. Lions put on ten more points after that and keep it well out of the hands of the Jaguars. That's all she wrote. Trevor Lawrence leaving this game for a while probably hurt them. I'm sure. But ultimately, the Jaguars just had no answer for two different things. They had no... Other teams have taken advantage of the Lions being aggressive on defense. Almost overly aggressive. The Jaguars had no real answer. Uh, Sometimes Trevor Lawrence would get the ball out very quickly, but when he did, it was on routes that just really hadn't developed too much and that the pressure meant that he was not really getting too deep of targets on a lot of these. And he took two sacks in the day. Uh, the legend of James Houston continues to grow in a very impressive ro- uh, rookie appearance late in the NFL season here. He notches another sack on the day. And Aiden Hutchinson continues to shine up front, leading this team, lead, uh, being one of the young leaders up front in the trenches. Even Alex, even Alex Anzalone is playing fairly well right now. The Lions are probably peaked at a good time. Unfortunately, it's probably not going to be enough to carry them to the playoffs. We just watched the Giants and the Commanders go to a draw here, a tie, which is probably the worst option out of any of them. Like you, You wanted one of those teams to lose, and instead... They tie, which really hurts the Lions. They've got Lions got five games left here. But ultimately, regardless of what happens with the playoffs, that shouldn't really matter at the end of the day. I always thought the playoff talk was a bit of uh, sky high thinking might happen. We'll see what happens with the 49ers. I did watch Jimmy Garoppolo get just get carted off the field a little bit earlier today. If the 49ers can't succeed without their quarterback there then it could be a problem for them. But the point is that this season was always about building confidence in this team, playing well for Dan Campbell. And that's exactly what has happened. It feels good to watch a team beat 
someone like the Jaguars, you know the Lions are going to beat the Jaguars. You know they should beat the Jaguars. On paper, they should beat the Jaguars, and they go out and do just that. They beat the Jaguars. To do and say what you what you set out to accomplish is to speak in a language of pure meaning. And it means that the Lions have some growth on their side. Now, again, they've got to carry that into next year. They didn't quite do that to start this year versus their growth from last year. But you want this is the silver linings season for the Detroit Lions. You find what is looking and makes you feel good about the Lions. And it's hard not to look at what this team's been doing over the past few games, even the loss to the Bills, and say, look, the Lions are showing you exactly who they are. A team that likes to play in the trenches, that likes to score high, that likes to run an offense that is just making sure Amon Ross St. Brown is getting a lot of targets. It can work. I think the only point that would have made Lions fans today was that Jamison Williams did play, but didn't really get a lot of snaps and got no tar. And uh, I don't think he really got much of a target. I think he was maybe targeted once on an underthrow from Jared Goff, but otherwise didn't really appear in the box score. Dan Campbell said that it was all about getting him out there, getting his feet together, getting him acclimated to the speed of the game, which is valid. I think Jamison Williams is as skilled as any wide receiver out there right now. However, you're coming in in week in week 13 where teams are already playing at breakneck speed. And you're going up against some of the best corners that the league that, you know, you've seen in your life. You're going to need time to get ready and jump in. I think come next week when the Lions take on the, uh, the, the Minnesota Vikings, you will see Jamison Williams more involved. Right now, I'm not going to worry about his, about his use here because this is him getting his feet wet. We got him to dip his toes in the water. You jump in a pool, it's really cold to start. That's what JMO did here. We're going to wrap up this Pride of Detroit post-game podcast here. If you missed anything, you can watch the full show on Twitch. We do Q&A there, get some post-game sound. These are our condensed thoughts. We will have POD cast coming for you, the full hour-plus long edition with myself, Jeremy Reisman, and Ryan Matthews coming on Monday morning on the podcast feeds, Sunday evenings live on Twitch. I also want to thank everyone who has raised um, an obscene amount of money with us for the Alzheimer's Association. We raised, between the crisis text hotline and the Alzheimer's Association, we raised over $27,000 for two very good causes. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, everyone. This community continues to be one of the best in the world, and it is very, very cool. But we'll see you again a little bit later. So until then, I'm Chris Perfett. Find me on Twitter, at Chris Perfett. We'll see you star side. 